Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is your host, Frank Angelos. It's a pleasure to be with you this week. Our guest today is Jacqueline Whelan of Solutions Provided, who does executive coaching. Jacqueline, pleasure to have you on our show this week. Welcome. Thank you, Frank. It's always great to be here. For our listeners, as we're looking at the week ahead of us, uh, for many of our listeners, for myself and probably, I don't know about yourself, Jacqueline, it's a short week for us. You know, basically, you know, Few days, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, and we're out for Thanksgiving. That is true. So it's all good. And you know, it's interesting is you know I always get very reflective like these times of year. When I say these times, is like when we get into holidays where I have a short week, and so what'll happen is is I get a little time to myself. I could be a little bit more reflective, you know. And then you you look at what's going to occur, you know, on Thanksgiving, which is you're around family and friends and people you love, and as Jesus says, you know, love one another. You know, and it's not that it's just something we do on the holiday, but it's something that we should be doing all the time. But on these shorter weeks when you just have some time to reflect, it's very nice. So with that being said, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, Thanksgiving. We're going to talk a little bit about how to avoid the holiday hangover, which is going to start towards the end of this week because it's going to get a little crazy. Yes, it is. With that being said, and Jacqueline, just out of curiosity because we haven't even spoken about this, Holiday-wise, I know you're from Texas. Are you staying local? You're going to Texas. What's your situation this We're week? We're staying local for Thanksgiving and spending it with friends, and then we are traveling for Christmas to Texas. Very nice. So when Jacqueline and I were talking about our program for today, our message really is about how to avoid what we call the holiday hangover. And the holiday hangover really takes place in January. However, what occurs this week, other than having you know a nice short week if you're able to be off for Thanksgiving, and then there's the day after Thanksgiving, which is? Black Friday. Right, which is, they say it's the biggest shopping day of the year. You know, I've heard that before. And when we look in terms of it being the biggest shopping day of the year, the only thing that I've noticed, however, is, is I've noticed that like from like a month ago, the stores are already like in Christmas season. I mean, they didn't finish, you know going through anything, but October, they already started decorating. Well, and the shift is occurring where traditionally it was Black Friday, and now the bricks and mortar companies are really looking at how do they get that shopper in earlier, and how do they entice them versus the people who stay home and shop in their pajamas. So we see a lot of stuff ramping up even before we get to Friday. That's a good point. And what tends to happen that I see this time of the year is is that um, you know Thanksgiving to me you know when I look is like one of the most relaxed holidays and the reason being is you're a man oh I'm well, sorry uh, other than <laughs> other than that where you know you're not preparing all the food and so forth but what happens is there's not a lot of shopping that has to occur and there's no sense of oh boy did I get the right thing here did I there and you know did I spend more than I should have or you know whatever so it's a very to me. It's like there's a, there's a, it's a no pressure type holiday, other than to make sure the food's good. Yeah, but that's changing. I mean, when you look at the impact of marketing social media, and the fact that there's a short window between Thanksgiving because it falls later this year to Christmas or Hanukkah, it's a shorter window, and so they're ramping up the pressure, which then ties into people's natural impulsive tendency their pressure to get, indulge, and buy things that possibly they do not need. 
And it's a great point. And so, you know, for our listeners, you know, and I, I always kid people because they know that it's, you know, I'm financially oriented. You know, it's what I do for a living. And the show is Discovering Responsible Wealth. And wealth is in there. But wealth is really a life of wealth. And it's how to have a, a life that's enriched, that you love, that, you know, you feel blessed and you are blessed. You know, the mere fact that you're here and what, you know, what a wonderful gift. But, you know, when we're looking at that and now we're coming into the holidays and we're talking about the financial aspect of it, you know, as a planner, I see people getting in debt this time of year, and it's out of, you know, Jacqueline's mentioned before, that obligation. Yes. And people, the contrast I see with people, because, you know, in the coaching world, I have the opportunity to talk to people about different things, and you see the contrast of the obligatory giver, the guilt piece of, I need to do this because... It's what other people expect me to do versus the abundant giver who really thinks about spending time versus money, spending their personal assets and attributes with people, nurturing the relationship, opposed to the material aspect of just buying it off and putting something out. Which, you know. I don't know if it's, you know, some some of us go on autopilot when all of a sudden, you know, you get caught up in the season and it's like, okay, I got to get this done. I got to get this. And what happens is, is we get so caught up in what starts to happen that we really don't appreciate, you know, what the season was really about, which is, you know— you know, Jesus is the reason for the season. Right. You know, and we kid about that. And when I say we kid is, you know, I get a kick out of, you know, when I'll start to see the cars with the thing, you know, Merry Xmas. And it's like, oh, missed it there, didn't they? Mm-hmm. And so you'll start seeing that. And then what happens is it, it turns into an occasion about shopping. Okay. And that obligatory gifts. Right. And, you know, we've done a great job in society of dumbing down Christmas, if you will, and taking Christ out of the season and the meaning. And we see that in every news outlet. We see it in every media force. And we see it in our public schools. So it is the holiday season versus the Christmas season. And I think when we make it about that and we don't simplify it to what its real meaning is, it's very easy for people to get distracted. And they get distracted with all the nonsense and the noise. And they're not in touch with what their real meaning and personal value is. And that doesn't matter if you're Christian or not. That is more around how do you want to live your life and what is your purpose in that life and how do you want to give or create meaning with others. Which is a great point. And so, you know, as, you know, when I started the show and I was thinking in terms of, okay, you know, we have Thanksgiving, which is a great way to, you know, just kind of start out the show and start out the week, which is talking about, you know, that part of being thankful, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the mere fact that we're here, yes. uh, the wonderful the gift that we got through Christ, you know, we're, you know, and then everything else that you start to look at as a, that, those blessings in your life, the mere mere fact of each day Mm -hmm. um and then we get into the christmas season which is you know when i say the christmas season is seems like as i mentioned before it already started but you know that black friday and then it's the kickoff of that you know our message really to our listeners is to really be purposeful in what's occurring this week and what's going to occur over the next several weeks as we're getting towards christmas and as we're going through the holiday season 
Frank, you know, the contrast or the journey between Thanksgiving and the holiday season and Christmas is really, it's so impactful. And I think you started it when you talked about when you get together and Thanksgiving is simple because it really is about tradition and food and family and friends and getting together and sharing an essence of flavor. Because regardless of whether you're from the South or the Northeast or wherever you are, you have different traditions and expectations on flavor, and it's everything from the stuffing to the gravy to the cranberry sauce. That's the beauty of Thanksgiving, because we're very, we're very accepting and we're very open to sharing our table with others. As we make that journey we become more segmented in how we move into the holiday Hmm. season. Good point. And I think you see that in the financial world in respect to how people look at planning their financial journey and their year-end giving or thinking about how they've done their financial management and goal setting. And we spent most of our year this year talking a lot about goal setting. And, you know, when we think in terms of goal setting, you know, I would tell you as you're winding down the past year, you know, and from a financial standpoint and just going on that, you know, for I would hope most of our listeners or many of our listeners, whether you had money in an IRA or 401K or whatever aspect of your life, overall things should have been a a fairly good year for you. The markets have been good. Um, The economy appears to be improving. So we're making progress. So hopefully you may be benefiting from some of that. I had an early appointment today visiting with a large engineering firm, and we were talking about projects that they were seeing. And when I talk about projects is um, programs or not, not programs, but construction-type projects that are in the works. Right. And there's a lot that's going on, which is good for the economy, and it's good for the people that are in our listening area, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. So all of those are signs of growth, and that's signs of jobs and opportunities, hopefully, for people. So when I talk to you about just that that side of it, the financial side seems to be good as far as on how people are moving forward. But then we have that goal-setting side, which is making sure that you're doing the right thing for the right purpose. Exactly. So, you know, as we start then to look at, okay, you know, once the end of this week hits and all of a sudden it's like, I don't want you to, for our listeners, don't forget everything we've been talking about and become what I call the emotional spender. And what I would say in reminding people, and if they haven't heard this before, it's the context of your thinking drives your behavior, drives your results. But you need to re-engineer that and and understand what are the results that you want to achieve. And then back that up and say what behaviors, goals, support those results or outcomes. And what are the thoughts that you're carrying around? What's the chatter, the voice in your head that's driving you? And sometimes we need to back up and reprogram that voice in our head to make sure it's in alignment with the results and the life that we want to live. And sometimes, you know, when I listen to what you're saying there, we have to ask ourselves the question, why? Why am I telling myself that? Or why do I believe that? Or what evidence is there in what I'm telling myself that even that thought in my mind is even actually true? Well, 
And sadly, many of those voices in our head come from the Thanksgiving table and relatives programming us with their beliefs or their opinions. Sometimes they're valid and sometimes they're not. And I always say to people, you don't need to own other people's stuff. And when I say other people's stuff, we're not talking stuffing, but, you know, if they're carrying around baggage, they see things in a very negative sense. And, you know, we have what we call, as Jacqueline mentioned before, that scarcity type mentality versus that abundance mentality. You know, you don't need to own that scarcity mentality. You should have that abundance, faith-oriented mentality. And, you know, faith is believing in things you haven't seen. And if you really believe that everything happens for the good long term, okay, you just don't know what it is yet, and we, none of us do, then you have to have a little faith in whatever it is you're going through. Exactly. So a couple of key points that we wanted to kind of make sure that we touched on with regard to our show is, is that we do know, you know, and again, that Thanksgiving's here this week. We're wishing everybody a blessed holiday. But now we're also getting into the Christmas season. So the first thing I would tell you from the financial standpoint is I suggest that you do a budget for yourself before you go out and you start shopping. And the budget should really, you know, encompass, you know, if you're going to be out spending money, calculate what's affordable to you in advance. Identify the people that you're, you're looking to, you know, do something for or that you're looking to provide gifts for in advance. And as Jacqueline utilizes that term, obligation or obligatory? Obligatory giving. Okay, and then maybe, Jacqueline, just take a moment and just talk about, you know, a little bit as far as that psychological thing. I remember one show we were talking about, which is, you know, you're saying about somebody really needs something, and then we're trying to even up on the other side what I spent on one for the other. Mm -hmm. So maybe just talk a little bit about that psychology behind it. And when I say the psychology is, it's, it's really about helping people to get, you know, what's useful, beneficial. Frank, it really is. And I think your your piece on have a budget, what I would say in addition to a financial budget is to have a time management budget and blend that with what is really meaningful to you. What do you enjoy most about the holidays and how do you enjoy spending them? What feeds your soul? What nourishes you? If you can identify that early on, and it does take a little bit of time, that allows you to separate what is obligatory and you do not enjoy and that takes the life out of you versus what nourishes you and excites you about the holiday season and brings out the best in who you want to be. So that's the first thing is some self-development work on approaching the holiday journey so that you get through it and you're happy and you're not overstressed and burdened and dreading every aspect of it, which so many people do. This is a very stressful time of year for a lot of people. Well, they make it that way. That's a good point. You know, and why I say it's a good point is it's, it, it becomes stressful on the financial side, you know, because they feel that obligation. And on the emotional side because of what they feed their head. You know, they don't say no to anything. They say yes to everything, and then they end up in a bind. If you don't have money to donate, don't. If you don't have money to contribute to gifts, don't. It's okay to say no. Sometimes just volunteering and doing things like that are just as big of a gift, you know, which is, you know, it's, it's interesting. I happen to live in an area where, like, we have a lot of trees, so... 
they can go and clear today. And I look and I was like, geez, it was like they were never there. I mean, just going and maybe helping someone that you love and care about just with their leaves or whatever, or doing things like that that make a difference in their life a little better. Volunteering will make the biggest difference in your life, Frank. Statistically, the studies show that people who volunteer and give through acts of kindness live longer, are more satisfied and happier in life, opposed to surface giving. It's a great point. And, you know, when we think in terms of this time of the year and stewardship, it's time, talent, and treasure. And when we start wrapping up our show or as we wrap up our show, let's not make it just about the treasure and about stuff. So for all of our listeners, you've been listening to Discovering Responsible Wealth. Our guest today, Jacqueline Whelan, Executive Coach of Solutions Provided. This is Frank Congelos. If you have questions, you can write to us at the Institute of Responsible Wealth, 2431 Atlantic Avenue, Manasquan, New Jersey, 08724, or email us at info at com. Thank you and have a blessed week and a happy Thanksgiving.